One and all to the horror returns. I'm Philip, and with me as always is my co-host Brian. I don't know if this is as always because Lance is not here. He's normally our host, but uh, he decided to leave us and go hang out in Hawaii. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know he was going to Hawaii. He just said yeah, he was going on a trip. I didn't realize it either. My, my wife said something. I was like, wait, he's going to Hawaii? What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know until I seen a picture of some tropical drinks and food. Ah, there you go. Hey, might be a good idea right now. You know, they're all burned up, especially go visit the Big Island. Yeah. And uh, and and stay in the hotels, man, because that's where a lot of these people work, and they're having a hard time right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we got this, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going uh, a little late on starting here. I had uh, some technical difficulties. I think it's time for a new laptop. Ah, like every other day. Yeah. <laughs> There's always some bullshit going wrong. <laughs> What's going on with you? Oh, not a whole lot, man. Dealing with kids stuff, and we got football and soccer and possibly swim if we can fit it in i don't know <laughs> we'll see how that's gonna go and uh you know just working a lot uh but let's go into cool of the week uh what do you got for us uh i'll go through mine real quick um i had to watch it just so i could see what all the hype is uh, i saw the barbie movie oh yeah was it any good it's okay i mean all right I'm not, it's not my, I'm not the demographic for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I did get the humor. There there was a lot of humor that would probably go over kids' heads. Um, Ryan Gosling was pretty fucking good as Ken, though. He had me laughing a few times. Yeah. I kind of like uh, that guy. <laughs> it's like a comedy slash musical slash fantasy. Yeah. It's all, it's all the things lance enjoys because i know he watched it too this past week so i was gonna say you kind of had me until you said musical <laughs> yeah so but it, it was fine though it, yeah. it, i didn't i didn't hate it though so yeah i'd heard so many conflicting things and then it, it just sort of seemed because i was kind of curious about this movie when it first came out but it just sort of seems like hey maybe it's 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 all right yeah, I mean, it it, <laughs> it definitely knows what it is, because there, yeah. there was a line where, because it has a narrator throughout the movie, uh-huh. and there was a line where um, Margot Robbie plays the, she plays stereotypical Barbie, that's what they call her. Oh, I gotcha. And she's, I don't want to go into the reasons why, but she feels like she's losing her stereotypical good looks, and then the narrator comes over. And says, uh, note to studio, if you want the audience to believe uh, she's not beautiful, you shouldn't have cast Margot Robbie or something like that. So <laughs> it, it definitely knows what it is and what All it's right. going to be. So. Some meta jokes in there, too. I like it. Yeah. It definitely is not going to be in my top ten movies of the yeah. year. But I, I just, for a movie that's, I think, probably, if it hasn't, it will be the highest grossing movie of the year. I, I just, I had to see what what the fuss was see if i have to pick between barbie and oppenheimer i'm definitely going to see oppenheimer which i still haven't seen yet yeah i just went with barbie because yeah it was, it was available gotcha hd so <laughs> uh next up uh took a look at uh 
it's not a new horror movie, so because I'm saving my new horror movies for 31 days. Um, it came out last year. It's a kind of like a B horror movie creature feature called Crabs. It's on uh, Screenbox. Crabs. Yeah. Is it about Mutated. dirty New York hookers? No, that was Frankenhooker. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's just uh, mutated crabs uh, attacking like a beachfront town. Uh, I didn't really care for it. Uh, some of the practicals were pretty cool, but I kind of don't like the I'm a bad movie on purpose type bad movies. Yeah. I kind of like the accidentally we tried our best and we made a shitty movie. So I didn't really, I didn't really dig crabs, but it's, it's on screen box. Gotcha. It's not for the kids. Cause there's a, they get right into a sex scene within the first two minutes of the movie. No crabs for the kids. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but uh, what what else did I watch? Did I watch any TV? Oh, when I said last week, I still didn't know why Peacock didn't put season two of Chucky on. Later that night, after we were done recording, they put season two of Chucky on Peacock. Oh, so. look at that. So, started watching that. It's pretty good so far. I'm only like four episodes in, so I don't really know where the story's going. But, uh... I'm liking it so far, trying to get caught up before I think uh, season three starts first week of October. So, Man, which, I, still, uh, I still haven't watched it at all. I need to check yeah, it out. Yeah, all first two seasons are all on Peacock, and I think uh, I think I read that season three will be uh, uh, next day. Each episode will be next day on Peacock. So, oh, okay. I don't think there'll be any waiting involved. Uh, but my cool of the week, I'm going to go with um, uh, this uh, new kind of raunchy comedy called Strays, starring Strays. It's a dog movie, and the dogs are voiced by Will Smith and Jamie Foxx and a few other people. <laughs> it's just, Why have I never heard of this? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's an R-rated dog movie. What? And, and Will Smith plays the main dog Reggie, who who is the owner plays a game that he thinks it's a game called Fetch and Fuck, <laughs> which he drops him off somewhere far, leaves him there. He finds his way home, and then when he sees the dog's home, he says Fuck. <laughs> so the dog thinks it's a game, and uh, his owner drives him as far as he possibly can and drops him off. And then he gets lost, and he meets a bunch of strays, and one of them is uh, a little Boston Terrier, voiced by uh, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it's it's pretty good. The comedy's raunchy. If you if you own a dog, you get a lot of the humor, because they touch on chocolate for dogs. dogs so is it like animated? Certain... No, it's live action. Oh. But they do the thing. Why have where I the... never heard of this? They do the thing when the dogs are talking, their mouths are moving. Oh, I gotcha. It, it was in the theater. It, it bombed in the theater because I don't think anybody went to see it. Yeah, I don't even remember it at all. But Will Smith, or not Will Smith, uh, Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, voicing. Um, there's a few other people. Um, Should have uh, had Steve Buscemi as the Boston Terrier. Their fucking eyeballs are all weird. <laughs> there's one. Uh, do you know Rob Riggle? Yeah. Yeah, he, he plays like a police dog, like German Shepherd. 
Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and one of one of the other dogs calls him Adolf, and he's like, "I don't get it." And the other dog's like, "You're a fucking German Shepherd." He's like, "Oh, got it now." <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was pretty funny. It's it's available if you know where to find it. All right, so, I'll have to, I'll have to look for that one. That sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, just a lot of the dog humor I got, like they did the 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 gag where the dog sees his reflection in a mirror, and they're basically telling us what what the dog's thinking at the time. And <laughs> Who the fuck is this motherfucker right here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So is it pretty, uh, pretty... completely and totally inappropriate for children? Uh, there's a lot of dog humping. Oh, okay, gotcha. There's a <laughs> Great Dane, and they keep talking about how big big his dick is. Oh, okay, all right. So, so probably. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. All right. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I finished up watching season two of The Bear. Um, it's a pretty good show, man. I I, I like it. I stuck with it, and uh, I didn't particularly like how season two ended. But it's because they sort of left you on like a cliffhanger. Mm. And, uh, I, you know, I guess I'm excited for the next season. So I'll watch that one. Yeah, I still um, got to get on that one. That's pretty good. Pretty good. And then uh, uh, when we got back from watching The Nun 2, uh, my daughter was pretty into it. So she wanted to watch the first Nun. And I was like, I really don't. <laughs> and and so so we watched. I scrolled through some more horror movies, and we ended up watching uh, Paranormal Activity instead. Oh, okay, the first one. Yeah, the first okay. one. Okay. Uh, she actually watched the first one and the second one. I got distracted working on some stuff during the second one, uh, but she was totally into them. I'm like, nice. oh, all right, because that was kind of a slow burn. I was like, all right, maybe she's. Getting into some higher level horror stuff now. So I'll have to show her Blair Witch and see what she thinks about that. <laughs> nice. yeah. Um but I think my cool of the week is gonna have to be the Cowboys. Cowboys. Boy, boy forty to nothing. They laid a spanking on them. It was good. <laughs> yeah, played the Giants and beat them up. Defense is awesome. I hate to say it. But this is our year. Because <laughs> that's what we say every year. Let's hope so. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and my kid won his football game, too. Seventh nice. grade, so he's just starting. What uh, position? He's 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 on the line. He's a uh, right tackle. Okay. And, yeah, uh, that's where, where my son started. Yeah. Uh, he's he's getting there. He's 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 a pretty good blocker. I just got to teach him to get some aggression into it and hit somebody. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, watching that head because I remember that was a big problem with my son at that age. He always had his head too low. I'm like, you're gonna hurt someone or you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, that's what I keep telling him. I was like, all right, keep your butt down and your head up, man. Put your face mask in their chest and get them <laughs> or knock them on the ground, one or the other. But you can't just spear them with the top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's getting there. Cool. All right. Uh, we got any horror headlines this week, or is it just strike stuff? Uh, we actually got a few things. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, they are rebooting the Goosebumps series, and it is premiering on Disney Plus uh, Friday the 13th in October. Really? Yeah. So, All Goosebumps right. I always thought was I good, like, that. gateway horror for young kids. Yeah, I used to read all the books, I remember. I'd totally check that out. Yeah, which I, I didn't even know this was Disney owned it or anything or owned yeah. the rights. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming out in October. Uh this uh, new Goosebumps series, the Chucky season three, uh we get the Exorcist, new uh Pet Cemetery movie, Saw. What do you think about the Exorcist? Now that you've seen a bunch of different trailers for it. Um, I am going to go into it. I'm not going to hold it to the original one because yeah. there's, there's no way it's going to stand up to the original one. Right. I just want, if you're going to continue the story, just, just make it make sense. Don't yeah. just do a whole bunch of remember this, remember that. <laughs> member berries yeah and i i like the whole aspect of two girls this time getting possessed because yeah. it makes me think that there's a possibility of one of them not making it or maybe both of them not making it true and uh the from what i've seen uh the child actors they they look like they're doing a pretty good job and um I'm not going to be like Lance. I'm not going to go off David Gordon Green's Halloween Ends movie and just yeah. call him a piece of shit director because that's what you called him, Lance. <laughs> so. I don't know, man. I, I'm not going in and expecting much. I hope it's good, but I kind of don't expect it to be. We'll see. Yeah, I, I get that. It's It's kind of, it's one of those franchises that, the original was so good and it's had so many bad sequels. Cause I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen any sequel. The The third Exorcist three is pretty fucking good. Is it? Uh, that may be the only one that I haven't seen. Yeah. I'm sure I did when I was younger. It, I, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't seen it in a while. I think it actually picks up from the, not or a year. It's like years after the events of the first one. It's more connected to the first one than I felt okay. like the second one was. I didn't hate the beginnings. Yeah. I thought it was all right. Even like both versions of it that they made. Yeah, and the uh, TV series was awesome. Both seasons. I thought the TV series was very good. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not around. But uh, we'll see. It, it got bumped up a week. So. Okay. Think it'll I think it would be our first review in october been seeing a lot of trailers for it so they're pushing it let's see uh if anybody missed out on seeing haunted mansion which they probably did because i think yeah. that bombed in the theater too it'll also be on disney plus october 6th all right which i've heard a few people that i pretty much trust their review they said it's not a great movie but it's a good if you got young kids, it's good, like, gateway horror movie. That's what it looked like, a very tame horror movie. Like, yeah, the Haunted Mansion ride's pretty awesome, but, uh... Yeah. They said it was actually faithful to the ride. So, I don't know what that means, but... I know, I... 
<laughs> 30 seconds long and there's some ghosts. <laughs> but uh, I haven't seen it. I've just been waiting, you know, for it to be available to watch it. And it, it's just another another movie to, to add on to 31 Days. Yeah. Which, which that it. day, that day is pretty loaded. The 6th of October, I believe, is The New Exorcist. The new Pet Cemetery, VHS 85, and uh, Blumhouse's new slasher movie, Totally Killer, which we'll talk about that trailer next week. Yeah, which, I was going to mention it because I, I I saw about half of it because it came on after another trailer I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> Looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they said they, they said it's a, like if you mashed up Back to the Future with Scream. Yeah, or uh, Happy Death Day. Yeah, I think yeah. the same producer. That makes made sense. It, so. it it seems to be in that same vein. All right, uh, this is a show I haven't seen, but I've heard a lot of good things. Uh, Wolf Like Me on Peacock will return oh. for season two on October nineteenth. Now, Steve, who was on our show last week, uh, I think he absolutely loved the first season. So. And he's he's okay. a big werewolf guy, so. And I think okay. this is uh, Josh Gad and somebody else. Yeah, I can't go wrong with Josh Gad. He's pretty funny. One of the redheaded actresses. I don't know. I can't think of her name. I think she has yeah. red hair. So. Yeah, there's two or three of them that look about the same. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Lionsgate has acquired the North American rights to the Crow reboot, starring Bill Skarsgård, and is expected to get a 2024 release date. Bill Skarsgård as the Crow. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, um, I've seen a picture of him for another movie he's about to do called Boy Kills World. Where he, mm. it's like a revenge action movie, and he's pretty jacked in that one. So that was my main thing. Like, is he just gonna be like tall and lanky and weird looking? Yeah. Or is, or is he? Because I was I was absolutely down with the original because Jason Momoa was originally supposed to be the Crow. Oh, that makes sense. I could and watch that. They had like scheduling conflict or something, so he uh. went from. Jason Momoa to Bill Skarsgård. I was like, that's a drastic, drastic yeah. difference right there. I mean, Bill Skarsgård's probably a better ask, uh, actor, but he's also kind of fucking weird looking. <laughs> yeah, and then, then the other thing that kind of gets me is, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen him do action. Good point. Because, spoiler. But I feel like this has got to have some action in it. Yeah, spoiler, he... Didn't really do much in John Wick 4. That's a good point. Even when they had their, their they're supposed to have their showdown with their duel. Yeah, like it's I thought like, he was going to get in there and mix it up. They're like, no, I'm going to have Donnie Yen do it for me. Which, yeah, I mean, if I had the choice of Donnie Yen well, doing a yeah. duel for me. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, a movie we recently recently reviewed, uh, Veronica, is getting a prequel movie due in October on Netflix called uh, Sister Death. Yeah. Which uh, I think we talked about. We didn't get enough of the the blind 
nun that she was talking to. Yeah. So I think it's a prequel about her. So that makes sense. Somebody was listening to us. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a a weird movie to jump a prequel on. I can barely even remember the damn movie we watched it a month ago. Yeah. (laughs) And um, the new Strangers uh, trilogy uh, is due to start coming out in 2024, and we're going to get our first look in October at New York Comic Con. Okay. Which... Probably will just be a teaser trailer and no actors or anybody to promote it. Just a guy in a fucking bag mask? Or they'll do like, uh, I forgot, I don't know which uh, football game it was at for that new movie, The Creator, where they had the people dress up like AI robots. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. And people were like basically saying this is their way of promoting the movie because they can't have the actors do it. So does have people because they're, they're presenting them as if they were AI robots, but it was clearly people dressed up like AI robots. <laughs> That's weird. They just paid some people in the audience. <laughs> so uh, that is all the news. All right. Well, let's head on down to the trailer park for a little big, weird, and uh small that was probably not the right order but you get the idea what do we got for trailers this week first one is a new tv series coming to apple tv plus called monarch legacy of monsters so that's a series and not a movie yeah okay Uh, Let's see, synopsis. Set after the battle between godzilla and the titans revealing that monsters are real follows one family's journey to uncover the buried secrets of and a legacy linking them to Monarch. And the only people I recognized in the cast are Kurt Russell, in which I did some digging, playing the younger version of Kurt Russell will be his son, Wyatt Russell. Okay. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um... John Goodman's I, in it, right? Yeah, because they're connecting that scene with um, the Kong Skull Island movie that he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. this this is connected to the, those movies, the recent movies coming out. Which, uh, uh, it looked pretty fucking good. We got a yeah. shot of Godzilla in there. He looked pretty fucking... It looked like movie quality effects. It did. Yeah, that's... I don't know if I trust it as a TV show. But I guess if they really put some money behind this and and get some good CGI stuff in there, because I mean that's probably gonna make or break it. Uh, although I mean, if they go into the backstory and explain some of this hollow earth monster thing that they have going on, uh, I'm cool with that. Maybe yeah. they could do more with a series. Yeah, and we're supposed to get more. It's not just going to be Godzilla. It's going to be multiple different creatures. So we'll get that. And I think with the backstory, getting Wyatt Russell to play younger Kurt Russell, we can go back and see how how Monarch started and what secrets they've been keeping. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's something because the Godzilla versus Kong sequel, that also got delayed. So, yeah. 
<laughs> the first but, one where Skarsgård was like a scientist. <laughs> oh God, I hated this so much. I think I think me and Nez reviewed it, and I think I just kept coming back to that, even if we were like talking about a completely different scene. I was just like, fucking Skarsgård was a scientist. Yeah, that didn't make any sense at all. Hire the he other just, one. One of the other ones. Yeah, he just seemed like a. <laughs> He was stupid in the movie. Yeah. Like, make him, like, a pilot or... Not that pilots are stupid, but not try to say he's the smartest guy in the room when he's clearly but, not yeah. like it. Like somebody who's more of a badass instead of an intellectual. Because he does not pull off intellectual. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is uh, due November 17th, so not too long from now. All right. And our final trailer will be for the new upcoming holiday slasher movie, Thanksgiving. Let's see, synopsis. Um, After a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the infamous holiday. Of course he does. Stars Rick Hoffman, Gina Gershon, Patrick Dempsey, and Addison Ray, which I guess she's a YouTuber, TikToker or something. That All I know is every, familiar. every time I brought her name up, my daughter rolls her eyes. Oh. <laughs> and said she will not be watching this movie. And I told her she might be one of the victims. And then she was like, I'm in. So <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with her, but. According to my daughter, she's not good. Uh-oh. She's she's one of the cringy ones. Yeah. Uh, this is also directed and co-written by Eli Roth, which, um, if you remember, this was a fake trailer for Grindhouse originally. Yeah. And that is... I, it looks fun. It looks like there's going to be some good kills. But I thought it was going to have that Grindhouse look, like like Machete or... Yeah, that would have been cool. Hobo with a Shotgun or one of those movies. Huh. Fake trailer but for it, Grindhouse. I forgot about that. But then again, on the upside, like I said, the kills are, look like they're going to be fun. And, and I remember from the fake trailer, there was a kill with the tr- uh, cheerleader on a trampoline doing the splits. <laughs> and there was a shot. They didn't show... Her getting killed, but to show the cheerleader jumping on a trampoline. And I remember the fake trailer, and I know where that's leading to. So I'll see if they go there. Yes. Yeah, what, what, what good will a holiday season be without a schlocky horror movie? Yeah. And uh, the the Rick Hoffman, he's he's always like the funny guy in the movies. I think he was the, in the trailer. He was the, the main guy sitting at the head of the table, like the little beady-eyed guy. So he's usually brings the comedy. I think he's been in Eli Ross, some of his movies. So I think, uh, I think the humor will be there and the kills will be there. So I hope so. I don't have a lot of expectations for it because it's, you know, thanks. Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thanks killing. Well, but, uh, I was I was gonna bring that up. I mean, yeah. we don't have too many Thanksgiving themed horror movies, so yeah. Well, because it's so close to Halloween, but uh, I, yeah. I mean, I guess at least it's not a Christmas horror movie. 
Yeah, we have enough of those. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that it'll end up being like one of those like when Halloween comes around, you throw on trick or treat, or Halloween, or when Christmas comes around, you throw on Krampus or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll definitely watch it. Yeah, it's on it's on the schedule, and this is also same day as uh, Monarch comes out November seventeenth. Okay, we got some good stuff coming out then. Hopefully, yes, there there is. Oh, and for anybody that is Patreon donors that haven't submitted their movie picks yet, I'm currently making the tr- uh, the schedule for the rest of the year because the uh, our rest of the year is going to be pretty open with all the delays. So send Lance your picks. Yeah. Let us know what to watch. (laughs) All right. Uh, We'll jump on into some listener feedback. Uh, This week we shine the podcast spotlight on a YouTube channel. Uh, Salem seller tattooed horror loving mom of two here to discuss everything horror and sci-fi related. I like it. Uh, movies, television, trailer reactions, horror merchandise, collectibles, apparel, glam, tattoos, tattoo care, etc. So she's got a little bit of everything. What more could a horror fan want? And she also thanked us so much for shouting her out in her channel. So yeah, everybody no go subscribe and I don't know what you do on YouTube. Hit the like button or whatever yeah. they say. All that stuff. Salem Cellar, do it. Uh, And regarding The Walking Dead, Dead City, Stephen Loblad says, Hey, Lance, I don't know what your problem is. This isn't really that bad. Lance is watching all those shows. (laughs) I I know, even though he's in Hawaii, he watched the new, the first episode of Daryl Dixon. (laughs) Daryl Dixon and Patty. Which I, I did kind of want to watch that first episode. I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to see how he ended up well, in another country. This isn't really that bad. It's not exactly a ringing endorsement. So. Uh, yes. Yeah, sounds like more like your. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it really doesn't sound good. Uh, regarding Night of the Living Dead, Stephen Peake says a good classic. That it is. Uh, regarding American Horror Story, uh, Marshall Tyler says the last three seasons sucked ass. And I wouldn't know because I haven't watched the last three seasons. That's probably why. I don't know which seasons were the last three seasons. I know whichever one was the New York one where they tried to do like a serial killer, true crime style. Mm-hmm. I tapped out in two episodes. That there was that one season where they did it like an anthology. I kind of liked that. Okay. And then they all sort of came together at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was all right. Which uh, I I just before we got on checked out the trailer for the new season. I know this has been getting a lot of hate because I don't think a lot of people like Emma Roberts and she's back in the lead and it's got Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Why do we not? Oh, Kim Kardashian. But (laughs) after watching the trailer, like, Kim's not going out of her way to play a non-believable character. So I noticed that at first. first. 
And then it, it, the season kind of gear, the trailer kind of gave me like maybe they're going for like a Rosemary's Baby type scenario. Okay. Because Emma Roberts looks like she's trying to get pregnant and doesn't want to because of her career. But she has all these people around her, including her husband, kind of pushing her to get pregnant. Hmm. And throughout the trailer, you got people like following her. So it kind of gave me like a Rosemary's Baby where in the apartment building, like all the tenants were kind of watching her and taking That's care weird. of her and stuff like that. Yeah, it kind of it kind of gave gave me a creepy vibe. So I don't mind Emma Roberts so much. The fact that it it's got Kim Kardashian in it scares me a little. Yeah, but trust <laughs> me, it's she's like playing like a manager to a, a movie star influencer or something. Oh, so it's, I got it's you. not beyond the realm of like that makes sense. So she's playing an insufferable bitch, but it, like in the in the movie. Yeah. So <laughs> in the show. She in in that scenario, she might be really good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh oh yeah, Shauna Lee Holcomb says uh, not stoked about this season since uh, Kardashian is in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason McMahon says waste of time show. So I, people are not real excited about it, I guess. No. <laughs> we'll see and you don't have like the the main actors like evan peters or sarah paulson like i yeah. know he's he's i know i read he's taking a break because i think he said doing that show like year after year like doing each those kind of characters and especially like doing Dahmer and stuff kind of took a toll on him mentally yeah well, and he's a pretty legitimately good actor. I really like yeah. him. Like, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him move on to some bigger films. Yeah, and I'm not too mad about Sarah Paulson, because she was always screaming and crying. Yeah, well, and she's also a pretty good actress, and mm. probably moving on from these shows. So there's that. Uh, regarding the poster for Three Blind Mice, Taco Tim Rochelle says uh looks cool. Thank you, Taco Tim. Thanks. Taco Tim. <laughs> uh, somehow we posted a Texas Chainsaw Massacre poker poster that seems to have gone viral. And I don't. Yeah, probably Jessica Biel's big tits. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lance was able to pull out uh, to pull out a few uh, to read between wrapping up from work and packing for the beach. But uh, we got John Herrera says love it. Uh, Leon Hug says the best te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the beginning. Okay. Uh, Jose Marino says movie made me think Texas was a scary ass place. Amazing movie. <laughs> uh, Doug Stapola says good movie. Jesse uh, Vasquez says really enjoyed Jessica Biel in it. It was good. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. a couple of her scenes too. Yeah, I've always loved Jessica Biel. Um, Luke Gully says one of the best horror remakes I've seen. Uh, Donovan McScab says a pretty good remake. Uh, Clabby Malgren. I'm sorry, dude. I'm butchering your name. Best remake of a horror movie ever. Uh, Andrew uh, Bynarski is great as Leatherface. Yeah, but a little trivia that he's kind of a dick. Cause he, is he? Yeah, because he 
I think he had an issue with uh, Gunnar Hansen, who was the original Leatherface. Oh, yeah. And I guess he, when Gunnar Hansen passed away, I guess he tweeted something like, boo-hoo, so oh, sad, wow. or something like that. Damn. That's and pretty people, fucked up. people didn't really take too kindly to that. Uh, well, Eric Morelli says, uh, couldn't even come close to Gunnar Hansen. There you go. Uh, Summer Desai says the goat. Um, Elizabeth Gabriel says uh, this is probably my favorite horror movie of all time. The Texas Chainsaw movie with Jessica Biel. Okay. That's an obscure favorite horror movie. Uh, Jason Hansen says the best horror remake ever and the best TCM movie. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's good, but. Have we reviewed that one? I don't know. Lance keeps saying he's going to make like a. I don't know that we have reviewed that one. I remember watching it. Yeah. I know we're going to watch a amazing Texas Chainsaw movie next week. So awesome. (laughs) I'm down. Uh, Greg Ross says, love it better than the original. Hold on now. (laughs) Comments are getting kind of crazy. I know. Keith Dunn says, uh, damn, we had a lot of comments on this movie. Keith Dunn yeah. says, R. Lee Ermey made a movie great, in my opinion, not even on the poster. Come on, rest in peace. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, on Sundays, I, I post uh, movie people, artists that do like, you know, movie art posters, like their uh-huh. their version of what they want the movie poster to be. And for some reason, this poster, I think we're almost we're like over 4,000 likes and like hundreds of comments and hundreds of shares. And that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) This, this Texas chainsaw massacre movie, just polarizing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't agree with some of the comments. Fucking like it. (laughs) Yeah. I I like it, but it's not the best one. Is it better than the original? I don't know. I, I really like Texas chainsaw massacre too. Yeah. I, I I don't even hold this one above two. Uh, Hervé Gaudin says the scariest Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I don't know about that. Uh, Jessica Hanrion says one of my uh my favorite one of all. Real good. Insane fake sheriff made up his own title and occupation. That's really crazy thinking. Uh, Joseph Sepulveda. Says Jessica was so hot in that movie, the best she's ever looked. Yeah, I see why everybody likes this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes back to Jessica. Oh, but we got a Zachary Akers that says doesn't hold a candle to the OG. I like the way you're thinking, Zachary. Bring it back to reality. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a whole lot more, but Lance ran out of time to write it all down. But thank you for everyone to for interacting with us on the Facebook group. Yeah, thank you. It's an exciting place. Jump on there. Join us at the Horror Returns Facebook group. Yeah, real. Oh, not for a not cool. Another not cool of the week. If you're not able, to, if I'm not able to post anything here for a few days, uh, we got flagged. On for Facebook. Picture. Yeah, for well, Facebook and Instagram because they're owned by the same people. Yeah. Of uh, for a picture I posted over a year ago. Oh, what the hell. And it was a picture. It was the first picture of Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams. 
standing there with her arms crossed, looking like Wednesday Adams. And why did that get pulled? Because it violated some kind of sexual something. Oh, and I tried to like dispute what? it. Because I'm like, it's her standing there. The pictures of her from the waist up, standing there with her arms crossed, doing the the Wednesday look. And I captioned it with, here's your first look at Jenna Ortega's Wednesday Adams. And they flagged it, pulled it. What kind of crazy bot shit is that? Yeah, I personally, from my Facebook account, I, I can't, like, if I wanted to create ads for our show... I cannot do that for the next month or, or some other shit that I didn't really care about, but I just thought it was really fucking stupid that Damn. a picture that's been posted on everybody's account, I got flagged or we got I, flagged. So I bet you we had some comments that were probably not great. <laughs> if I had to guess, not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would hate to get to a point where we would have to, like, turn off our comments or something. No shit. That's dumb. Well, there you go. Our big tech overlords. Uh, But our show intro and our new logos come from Steve from last week. From the Geeks. Uh, And be on the lookout for more great stuff from him. Um, Of course, our original skull artwork comes from Natsulani. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And uh, I think we're still doing you can pick a commentary for a dollar. Yeah, so why not? Throw it out there. Why not? But send us your picks, especially if you're already uh, a patron. Yeah, because uh, we, we got quite a few patrons in the past couple months that we haven't got to there we'll we'll be finally getting to the ricky o commentary with b to marcy oh, so be that that that's scheduled but i i don't want anybody to get put off until next year so yeah get your picks in get them in we'll make it happen all right on to our featured attractions uh this week we check out the brand new the nun 2 as well as 1979's the evil nun Bet you never seen that movie before. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with the killer, killer nun. nun. Killer uh, nun. Yeah. The killer nun, not the evil nun. My bad. That's probably a different movie. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. So the killer nun, legendary Swedish sex bomb Anita Ekberg, stars as Sister Gertrude, a cruel nun who discovers depraved pleasure. In a frenzy of drug addiction, sexual degradation, and sadistic murder. I googled some of her pictures. Uh, you you should Google some of her pictures from the fifties. She was <laughs> quite easy on the eyes. Well, that makes sense because like she's obviously already older in this movie, and still not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, director is, uh, I'm going to butcher this stuff, uh, Giulio Berruti, also known for Riot in a Women's Prison and mm. The Hallucinating Trip. Those are some movie titles. Yep, that does not surprise me. Um, writers are the same guy. Um, Enzo Gallo and Alberto Taralo. 
Uh, Anita Ekberg's voice, even though she could speak English fluently in other films, is dubbed by another actress in the English language version. That's all we got for the trivia. <laughs> would you, that's would you think that's about all the, we need. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about the killer nun? Oh, I was kind of looking forward to this because I... Just I was just looking up killer nun movies, you know, evil nun movies to pair with the with our new feature. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went into this blind. I didn't even really look at the synopsis. And then Lance just kept saying he was like, I'm looking forward to this movie after I read the synopsis. I bet he is. <laughs> <laughs> and it then when like it, Lance movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I started watching it. And I'm just kind of like, the fuck is going on? And then time is just going by, and it's it's not a long movie. Yeah. But it feels like a fucking long movie before anything like really long. fucking happened. <laughs> it's some weird giallo shit, man. <laughs> and, I mean, that being said, I mean, the story's pretty simple. I mean, uh, I, I believe she just, the, the main nun, Sister Gertrude, just had brain surgery, recovered from brain surgery, came back to work. And for some reason, thinks her health is declining, and no one believes her, which is kind of odd that no one believes her, even though she just had serious brain surgery, and everybody's just like, oh, shut the fuck up, you're tripping. Is that what happened? Yeah, (laughs) because she just kept telling everybody, I think my health's declining, there's something wrong with me, and everybody's just kind of like, oh, go back to work. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, throughout the movie people start getting murdered and according to the movie not according to what I saw they kept trying to lead you to believe that it was her killing all these people even though you never really see her kill anybody you just kind of when you see her kind of have outbursts it's like stupid shit like smashing old ladies dentures or like screaming hysterically seducing another nun which that came out of nowhere that yeah. whole scene I'm, I'm sure that's the scene lance was waiting for which was just weird and out of nowhere first of all i didn't know nuns slept butt-ass naked no kidding i doubt that seriously <laughs> and the other nun goes over to like comfort her and then she pushes her away and says i i like men <laughs> but by the way look under your pillow and then she goes and it's like some pantyhose and she's like put them on because if i'm gonna be with a woman she's gonna be wearing pantyhose and i'm just like what are what am i watching yeah it's a strange movie <laughs> and the kills are they're kind of ridiculous but yeah. kind of tame for this movie i mean there's a guy that gets killed with a candlestick uh, a guy in a wheelchair after banging one of the I guess orderlies or whatever he gets choked to death by something cotton. there's like a whole five minute scene of him trying to climb up the stairs <laughs> like, oh no not alright I get it <laughs> not, the, uh, not the crutches guy the wheelchair oh, guy oh the crutches guy yeah the, guy, uh, the wheelchair oh, guy yeah, yeah. he's the one that was fucking outside in the rain Oh, that's right. Oh, he got, like, cotton stuffed in his mouth, I guess. Yeah, I was like, was. what is this? It seems like a weird way to kill somebody. <laughs> and 
he was banging one of the order female orderlies, and I was like, why did you leave him outside in the rain? And just, and how did how was she okay with that? This guy was like ninety years old and in a wheelchair. How does he even do it? Well, if you see the scene before where they're having a little picnic, she's be, he's like feeding her while she's like on her knees, and mm-hmm. all these nuns are just okay with it. So <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't anything goes at this uh, hospital for elderly he, people. He must have I, some money. <laughs> he has something. But yeah, it's it's a strange movie. I kind of like, saw the, the only reason I'm in this wheelchair is because. My dong's too big to walk around. <laughs> well, I don't understand. Is this a hospital or an old folks' home? Because it, they make it seem like it's a hospital. about that, too, yeah. They make it seem like it's a hospital, but you get introduced early to a guy who wakes up already in a tracksuit and jumps out of bed and starts working out. Yeah. I'm like, why are you here? So, I'm Batman. <laughs> you might, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman <laughs> But uh, Yeah I, I kind of saw the twist At the end coming Because I, 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 I knew Spoiler well it's 1979 So if you get mad it's getting spoiled Too bad um, I knew it wasn't her that was committing these murders Because it just Made a point to never show you That it was her Yeah you just saw like the hands and I did like the twist of the 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 roommate, the other nun that was her roommate that she committed, from what I understand, at least the old man that got thrown out the window that got beat with the candlestick, because mm-hmm. that was her grandfather who used to molest her. Oh, all right. So that I get, but murdering all these other people, I didn't understand why. So very strange movie. So who was the killer? The 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 roommate. Oh, the other nun? Yeah. Okay. The, For the all main, of them? I think so. The main nun, Sister Gertrude, she was on heroin throughout the movie. Because you find yeah. out that the roommate was stealing it for her. Yeah. And then to get the, do- the doctor not to tell, I, I'm assuming she banged him too. Because she... These nuns were banging everybody in this movie. No kidding, man. These were, like, not very good nuns. Our main nun, <laughs> Sister Gertrude, would, like, take off her nun stuff and sneak into town and, like, bang strange men and drink cognac and yeah, do heroin. Like, had a whole sex scene in the hallway that didn't make, like, sense anatomically. I can't. No, it didn't. <laughs> I was seemed like, wait. Un- seemed how, uncomfortable, too. How are you even in there? <laughs> but, I mean... I guess it fits with what I'm typically have seen before in this kind of nuns place nuns ploitation movies. Yeah. The only thing that wasn't in there, which I'm completely fine with, is rape. I thought there was going to be some sort of rape scene in this one, and we didn't get it. And I'm completely fine with that because yeah. that's one of those things I don't like seeing in movies. Yeah, those are uncomfortable. But it, I don't know if I can find any good things to say about it because it, it just took a long time there was there was lulls in between each murder yeah lots of great 70s boobies yes you gotta say that lots of bush yeah lots of bush it was it was a weird movie to be a nun movie i this this is one where i sort of got a little sidetracked and started playing with my phone and shit man 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> and so I didn't even realize that it was somebody else that killed everybody until you just said something. You explained some stuff to me. Um, but yeah, it, I can't say it kept my attention. It was definitely obscure. Uh, had never heard of this movie before and probably will never watch it again. Yeah, I can agree. <laughs> and, and then weirdly enough, like during the credits, they start breaking down the events of what happened. Uh, <laughs> sister, I don't even have it up here. The the roommate, the other nun, uh-huh. gets arrested. And then Sister Gertrude, at the end, they take her to another place with other nuns and they lock her in a cell. And apparently, I guess she just dies in her cell. And I'm like, that's kind of anticlimactic. They just put her in a whore. And they, and at the end, they're, they're, she's telling like the main nun that's taking her away. She's like, give her the, the, some kind of special treatment. You know what I mean. And then they just never show any kind of special treatment. That's <laughs> so weird. Yeah. For like, and it's an Italian movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, huh. the Vatican's in Rome, man. This is <laughs> a little like, bit what is what what is the special treatment? And then she looks at the nun that's in charge, and she was like, "I'm holding you responsible if anything happens. If you don't do what I say, you understand what I'm saying, right? It's when I say special treatment. I'm just like, are we gonna see what this is? And no, it just credits are rolling, and then in the subtitles, it's like Sister Gertrude dies in her cell. Like, so did, did you murder her or what? What was this special treatment? That's wild. But yeah, uh, I, can't, I, I can't recommend this to anybody. No, yeah. I, I I think if you miss this movie, it's definitely not a classic. You're not missing much. I, I'm not a huge fan of that Italian giallo stuff anyway. But uh, yeah, this one, this one was, uh, I guess, a good attempt at it. Yeah, they tried to... Slip some in there because usually the, the killers like wearing black leather gloves, and this one in the scene, the killer had pink latex surgical gloves on. Yeah. Well, and then they did have some like effects where they're like cutting into a bandaged head or something, and she's stabbing this guy through the eye- eyeball or whatever. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, the, the that that wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad scene. But it was like they moved so slowly. Although it's 1979, it's not like they had the best special effects in the world, but they moved so slowly while they were doing it just so they could play out the special effects that they did have. Um, I don't fault them for that. I think that was okay. And I I thought the opening music was pretty good because it kind of had like an omen kind of thing going on with it. Yeah, boy, they had a lot of backup music in this thing, like through the whole thing. They had little musical numbers. Where they're just playing some real 60s kind of sounding stuff. Yeah. Like while she's walking through the street and stuff. And I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, what, what kind of score do you, would you give this one? I'll give it a four. I mean, okay. it's not unwatchable. It's just yeah, it, it has no rewatchability to it. And yeah. It just, it's... If you really, if you kind of get through the lows of the movie and are really paying attention to it, you can kind of see where the story's going. And then a lot of the kills are just kind of dull to me. 
And yeah. it, it kind of felt like it, like you said, they were kind of going for that Giallo type feel with it. And I'm not a big fan of Giallos and only because I haven't seen a lot of them, but the ones yeah, I, I have seen, the, the, the kills have been kind of top notch compared to what we got in this movie. And then the movie just ends with, a, with subtitles saying sister Gertrude dies in her cell. It, it it did end very abruptly. Like I looked up and the movie was over, and I was like, "What the hell happened?" And it's like subtitles playing while the credits are going. I'm like, "You guys couldn't even tell us what happened and then play the credits." It's yeah, just no like kidding. trying to fit everything in all at once. <laughs> they ran out of money. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna. I think a four is a pretty good score for that i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a four also that's why i have you do it first all right (laughs) we'll move on to the nun two let's see if they can redeem themselves in 1956 france a priest is murdered and evil is spreading the sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows sister irene all right (laughs) follow sister irene as she once again comes face to face with Valak, the demon nun. They really put worldwide smash hit in the synopsis? I guess so. <laughs> uh, director is Michael Chavez, also known for The Curse of La Llorona and The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. <sighs> yeah. Uh, writers are Ian Goldberg, uh, Richard Nang. And Akela Cooper. Um, The movie was filmed at an actual abandoned church in France. And The Nun 2 takes four years. uh, The Nun 2 takes place four years after Sister Irene's first encounter with Valak, uh, Bonnie Ahrens. Um, Sister Irene and Frenchie aren't the only ones who have left Romania as the demon has become more powerful than ever. And it's looking for vengeance. That was a better synopsis than the I one know. where they talked about the original was a worldwide smash. <laughs> According to the worldwide smash, hit the nun. <laughs> All right. What did you think about the nun, too? I did not like this. Yeah. I thought it was basically the same movie. Yeah. The same characters. Same dimly lit, can't really see anything at all, because apparently nobody likes lights or candles in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what kills me is, I think Bonnie Aarons as Valak, the nun, I think she kills it. And yes. she was great when she showed up in the Conjuring movies. Yeah. And she's rarely used in this movie. It's like you get glimpses of Alec here and there, little little jump scares, and then uh, I don't know. I'll just wait to well, spoilers. Which is also, like, the way that it's more effective is when Valak is just not right in your face beating the shit out of you or whatever, but, like, just in the background scaring the shit out of you. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but this is, like, the fourth or fifth movie where she's in. Yeah. I kind of want her to be in somebody's face beating the shit out of them. Like, let's let's I mean, I let's guess. let's go, Bonnie Aaron's. Yeah, let's get to work now. Um, 
Ty, Tyza Farmiga, Vera Farmiga's daughter, or not daughter, sorry, made you kind of older than what you are, Vera, sorry, uh, <laughs> younger sister, I just, I don't know, I'm not really buying her in this nun role. Yeah. And then you get introduced to Storm Reed's character, which is the other nun that had just apparently just goes on this mission with her without even getting clearance. And serves zero purpose in the movie. Yeah, just yeah. for her to say, I don't, I don't know if I believe in miracles, possibly not believe in God. To an hour and forty minutes later, saying, "I think I witnessed a miracle." <laughs> that's that's her only point, and to scream <laughs> and to run around. It and was, it was a like if she wasn't in the movie at all, it would have made zero difference. Yeah, and it was a big travel movie. We got to go here to talk to this person who tells us to go here to talk to this person. Yeah, there were a lot of muffins. For us to realize we got to go back to where we came or where we needed to go. What I saw in my vision is where we should have went in the first place. To get the MacGuffin. Yeah, so it just made the movie longer (laughs) than what it should be. I think outside of – I thought whatever effects – there are with Valak, I thought looked good, but I did not like. I'll probably wait on that. Spoilers. There was a introduced to like another little demon creature that I thought didn't look that great. Yeah, maybe if they'd have done something else with it. And I'm is this movie rated R? Because if it is, I'm not too sure on what was rated R. Oh, that's a good point. It was rated R. Because uh, I, I took the kids to see it, and I just sort of assumed it was rated PG-13, but yeah, it was definitely rated R, I think. Okay, at no point in the movie that I can remember, I was like, well, that, that probably should have got an R rating. No, there wasn't anything. So, like, at all. Yeah. I mean, Frenchie had sort of a weird relationship with this little girl, but... Yeah, I'm like, maybe the groundskeeper <laughs> shouldn't be, like having relationships with the school with the school girls the catholic school girls let's yeah but i it was it was they took it in the best light possible it wasn't it wasn't inappropriate in the movie but like in real life probably not appropriate (laughs) yeah i mean there but there was some scenes where the teacher is like oh what are you two doing here Mm. i'd kind of be like what are you what are you doing here, adult man, with this yeah. girl? No kidding. In the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm struggling here on finding yeah. something good to say about it. It it was to me it was the same movie as before. They didn't really kind of move the character along and some reveals about uh Taisa Farmiga's character. I think her name is Sister Irene. Yeah. I think some things that were revealed to her kind of made me roll my eyes. Yeah. So I was like, this is so fucking convenient. Yeah. Oh no, they did they did that a lot. There was there was a lot of like conveniently placed little plot issues, you know what I mean? And uh, definitely some plot holes in this movie, but it's kind of slow, man. Like I I nodded off a couple times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you would as, as 
dimly lit as the movie was and is quiet and nothing going on. Yeah. Like, this is a perfect place to take a nap. <laughs> it was. I was trying not to. I really was. And, and there was a couple of times I was like, huh? Well, all right, what happened? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's some things we'll get uh, we'll get to in the spoilers. Uh, did you see the the post credit scene? Um, I saw. Is was there a mid credit scene and a post credit scene, or just the the one? I think just one. Okay. Yes, I saw that. Okay, we'll talk about that and where allegedly supposed to lead and spoilers. But yeah, I I just I mean, there's I hear there's people that like it. And they say it's an upgrade from the original one. More power to you. Good for you. But to me, it just gave me the same thing. Which I, now that I'm thinking about it, I think you and me reviewed The Nun. And Lance was on vacation for that movie, too. Oh, did we? (laughs) He's done like The Nun movies. Yeah, so. um, But yeah, I, I took my daughter to see this one. She loved it. Uh. I think my my wife fell asleep a little bit too, but I think she in general liked it. Like it wasn't a bad movie. No, it's just not. It, when you have Valak in the movie, there's high expectations, which is why the last one wasn't awesome. And you ha- sort of had the same issue with this one. I feel like is um what is his name? Michael Chavez? Is he like James Wan's like best friend or something? I don't know who did he play. He's the director. Oh. And he did the last Conjuring movie, which I think we all didn't really care for. And yeah. the Curse of Lila Rona, which I think we all didn't really care for. Yeah, well, that one was definitely bad. I didn't hate the last uh, Conjuring movie. I mean, it definitely didn't hold up to the other two. But Is he like, is he like somebody James Wan? I don't know. has like 50 things on his plate and he's like, I can't do it. Call Michael. <laughs> owes him some money or something. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> so I think I looked him up before. I think before he did, the, I think the Curse of Lila Rona was his first movie, and I think he only did music videos before then. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember you saying that. So I don't know. I yeah, mean, and the Curse of Lila Rona was bad. I mean, he's working, but is, is he working? Yeah. For the Conjuring movies to be good, uh, I don't know, because I'm kind of o for three with him directing movies in yeah. the Conjuring Definitely. Although the Conjuring universe is getting so big at this point, I don't honestly expect much when a, a new one comes out, unless James Wan is actually directing it. Well, I know all the the side, you know, they were making all these spinoff movies with all the the, the Crooked Man and all these yeah. characters. I think they all like said they're not doing all that now oh they all fizzled out okay yeah Uh, that's probably a good thing (laughs) all right uh let's do scores and spoilers what's your score for this one uh it's it's not bad the direction was pretty good i didn't have a problem with anybody acting it's just nothing happened for long periods of times i think bonnie aarons was underused as valak And, yeah, I just felt like I got the same thing I got before, which I did. I was kind of looking forward to this because I just heard people that got to see early screenings of it was like, this is pretty good, actually. You know, and I probably should have noticed that the actually part, it's actually pretty good. It's yeah. kind of good. 
and I just got the same thing that I got before, and even in, even the the mid credit or post credit scene or whichever one it came, it didn't even get me excited for what's to come in the Conjuring universe. No, I found myself going, "When is this movie gonna be over?" <laughs> this is never a good sign. So four four out of ten. Four. Uh, I want to give it a five. Because I feel like that's probably where it belongs at a five. But even though I just said that, you know, halfway through the movie, I was like, all right, well, it was actually towards the end of the movie. I was like, all right, can we can we let's move it along? I got places to be. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm convinced with uh, with Sister Irene. I, I think I'm going to have to see her do some other roles that are not this and see how she does with those. Yeah, because the only thing I know her from is American Horror Story. Oh, is she in American Horror Story? Yeah, she's. Uh, I know her. I think, was she on more than one season? I know she definitely was on the first season. She was like the daughter of the the daughter of the family that bought the murder house. Oh, really? Yeah, that's her. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember not liking her then. Yeah. I and I don't hate her here. I just it, it's it's sort of a cheesy character. Like yeah, because they kind of play with this like I know they did in the original. I probably should have rewatched the original one because I yeah. totally forgot certain characters were still around. Me too, but I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Um, but they kind of played around with her whole like conflict of wanting to be a nun or not. Yeah. Which I think they kind of did at times in this movie and just kind of went nowhere with it. Yeah. And then at the end, she's conveniently this and that happens. I'm just like, Oh yeah. wow. Who cares? Yeah. That was, there's it, it was almost another MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, spoiler talk. All right. I'm gonna jump to the conveniently this and that shit I just was talking about a second ago. The whole she's re- she's related to the nun that gave the power to the artifact, which gives her powers. Yeah. Just I don't know. For some reason, I just like what the fuck ever. I they don't did care. this shit a lot in this movie. It was like, how can we get from this point to this point? Uh, let's just write it in. <laughs> you know. And apparently, she's super powered because she gets set on fire, which she can't be burned. Well, because that's what they said about the saint. What's her face that got? Yeah, that was convenient yeah. when Valak tried to set her on fire. Yeah. And then I don't know. All of a sudden, she has Jesus powers. Yeah. She instead of turning uh, water to, into wine, she turns wine into Jesus blood. Yeah. Which <laughs> defeats Valak. I was just like the blood of Christ. Yeah, I'm like, how, how, and why, and how did you know? how to do all this 
Well, that's that's that that almost made a little bit of sense. I mean, it was convenient that they happened to be in a cellar full of wine. But <laughs> when they do the 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 blood and body of Christ, it's a prayer that said for the wine and the and the and the crackers and yeah. you know. And so, then yeah. like like I said, I probably should have rewatched the first one cuz when that guy Frenchie shows up. Yeah. Like, didn't you die at the end? And then the movie did a flashback. And I'm like, oh, thank you, movie. Yeah, I guess yeah no die, kidding. So. <laughs> I thought that, too. <laughs> Which he... I'm I'm not understanding a lot of these, like, possession movies. Like, when someone gets possessed and they beat the shit out of their own body and have the, the, the bones cracking and the neck cracking and stuff. And then when they're exercised or whatever, they're, like, perfectly fine. I know, man. Like, I can't. I wake up in the morning, I feel worse than they look. Yeah, I've been <laughs> s- sitting in this chair for over an hour. I'm, my back's going to feel as soon as I get up. But this guy was back doing landscaping, like, the next day. Yeah. Like, fucking you, tomatoes. Nuns couldn't even give him a day off. I mean, he was just <laughs> possessed. And then um, the gargoyle demon, or the goat demon thing. Yeah. That was Croner. I didn't like that. Yeah, I, it felt a little out of place, especially since it was happening at the same time that they were in the basement with Valak. Yeah. How does that work? Is this another demon? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's in the, the Warren's little room where they lock all the little artifacts up. I don't know. They keep him as a, they shrunk him and made him a tiny pet. Yeah. I mean, I liked, <laughs> I forgot if, if it was a priest or another teacher or something. The one that got killed and came, rose from the dead and was attacking the children. Oh, the, uh, like the head master or whatever. Yeah. I, I liked that. Yeah. Because when she crawls in through the thing and she sees him and then comes out and even though they spoiled that in the trailer, but yeah. she's basically like, He's just standing there, and then he grabs her. That 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 was a good little moment. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, 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 you're right. The the goat demon was not particularly terrifying. Which was weird. Okay, you got the goat demon, which is trying to harm them, but at the same time showed them where the little artifact was, the the eyes of Lucille or whatever it was called, because the well, the, the the eyes were shining on the spot. I don't know that that was the goat demon. I think that was whoever put it there used the eyes from the goat for some fucking reason, which makes no sense why they even had that goat in there. But they used that as like a national treasure fucking clue to to show them where it was buried. Oh, that's a perfect example. National treasure clues because (laughs) these Irene, Sister Irene and other none that has no belief in miracles. They're just going from place to place, city to city within seemingly only a day or two. They're traveling all these different places. Yeah. (laughs) And all you had to do is just go to where your vision told you. The artifact was there. Although the artifact to begin with seems strange. Like the eyes or the artifact? That's a weird thing. And then why would you even 
let that be available to get into the hands of a demon. I don't, get it. I don't know. And then, of course, we got to talk about the the credit scene, which was the Warrens getting a phone call for another case. Apparently, from what I read, this is going to tie into Valak oh. somehow. Like they're bringing Valak and the Warrens back together. And the, the okay. next Conjuring movie is supposed to be called The Conjuring Last Rites. So is this another prequel? I don't know. Well, and, no, I and, that's, and that's probably my biggest problem with The Nun is because I, I know Valak's going to be okay. Yeah. Because she showed up in the Conjuring movies. Now, the Which, artifact did give Valak the glowing eyes. So that was kind of a cool thing. I like that little a bit of a callback it was just a it was a weird situation and then the, and the whole fight with valak or whatever and the little girl had the 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 artifact in her hands mm-hmm. like while the stage gets broken apart and there's things swinging like it was fucking from a universal studios twister ride <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like climbing up a sheer wood wall with this thing in her hands. I'm like, how are you even hanging on? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> She's got excellent grip strength with her other hand. <laughs> I guess so, but she was using the hand with the thing in it to to like climb. I was like, there's that's not a ice pick. What are you doing? And somehow she didn't drop it in the hole. It like <laughs> it was it was like in that moment, and I don't know why it was that moment in particular, but it was when that happened, and I was like, what the fuck are we even doing here? <laughs> yeah, and then Frenchie possessed is chasing off her, and he falls off the scaffolding or whatever, but he's okay. Yeah. He well, shows he up later. He tries to get back just, up and chase her. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know the rules, and... I don't know. There's a lot of running around in this movie. I don't think there's a whole lot of rules in this movie. I think this was whatever they needed to write to to make it more convenient for the next scene to happen. Yeah. And uh, there was something else I was going to bring up. I can't remember. Probably wasn't even important. Frenchie's little love interest. Not the Uh, little girl. No, with with, with her mother. I guess the (laughs) teacher was supposed to be her mother also. Yeah, I think so. They at least alluded to that. I don't know if it actually was her mother, but she called her mama a couple times, so I guess And if this movie was truly R-rated, they would have killed one of the bully girls. They did, didn't they? Oh, no, they didn't kill her. She just got stabbed. Okay, I was about to say, I must have blacked out for that one. Yeah. No, she got, like, horned with the goat demon, which is the only damage that that thing did. He's like, I'm a big demon. I'm going to come out. Oh, don't close the door. Shit. <laughs> oh, he was. Uh, he wasn't that big. I mean, he was big enough to fit in the vents. Yeah, I guess that's true. So. <laughs> He's a cute little goat demon. Could have kept him as a pet. Well, that's the nun, too. All right. I better. Was it better than the first one? No. Maybe. I don't know. About the same, huh? I probably, as much as I agree with you, I didn't want to. I probably should have watched 
this uh, you know what i'm i might watch the nun the first nun again this might make, make me appreciate the first one better yeah yeah that's a good point Although there's still a lot of they reach for shit in that first one too, man. It's yeah. that just like you know he's in the grave and he rings a little bell and all that. I remember that. Yeah, true. And I and it, there, there were there was it gets cool, a little outlandish. There was some cool images in this one, like uh, even though it, that this was also in the trailer too, the whole reveal of Balak in the the magazines that were flipping pages. Oh yeah. That was yeah, that was cool. kind of cool. Yeah. So, it's a good effect. Those were those were cool. Like the 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 little flashes of her throughout the movie were pretty cool. The way they worked them in, and I just I don't know. I just got to the point where I just wanted Valak to just say I'm here. I'm gonna kick ass. Yeah. Are we gonna find out that Vera Formiga is uh, a descendant of this nun? It, that would be a lot better than some of the rumors I've been hearing that. She, this is Vera Farmiga, and I'm like, this is in the 50s. Yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. Well, if that was in the 50s, is it? In, was it in the 50s? 60s, 50s. Uh, where does it say? Yeah, I guess they don't really describe when and exactly it takes place, but it seems like ancient times. You know, like even before 50s, 60s. To me, yeah. I mean, I, I don't remember even seeing a fucking car or anything. I think it's the 60s. Well, if it's the 60s, that kind of makes sense because, uh, you know, the Warrens were in like the 70s, 80s. It might be the 50s. Uh, uh, e- either way, I think she, Fear for me, was also going to be a descendant of Sister Lucille or whatever her name was. Irene? I think. Or no, the the sister, that the eyes or whatever that had yeah, the eyes. Yeah, Sister Irene. Yeah, I think she's going to be a descendant. That's why she has her like clairvoyance. Yeah. Able to see the dead. That makes sense. But I'm going to say ahead of time, if she gets set on fire and doesn't burn, it's going to be kind of fucking stupid for some reason. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. In that case, great casting. But (laughs) what are you going to do? All right. That's the nun, too. All right, the nun too. Uh, yeah, see it at your own risk. Not like there's a whole lot else out right now. No. Uh, but as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail or you can find us at the Horror Return www.thehorrorreturns.com and follow our social media links from there, as well as hear the latest episodes of the show. And uh, go buy a t-shirt. They're pretty awesome. Uh, Next week, we ask that age-old question, is it really that bad? Uh, Fun. With The Happening, and uh, that was Marky Mark, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay, that one. (laughs) And uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. I don't even remember if I ever saw that one or not. 
Oh, I can't wait for you to see this one. <laughs> and we'll be joined by Adam Thomas will be joining us again. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, so until the horror returns again, Brian. Good night. Ah, you always do it the best. <laughs>